Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Box Office Receipts, and unlike last week, Hollywood is making moves again. Not by delaying movies, but by working on new ones. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, we gotta do the numbers. So domestically, first place goes to Focus Features' latest movie, Let Me Go, aka the Kevin Costner movie, with 4.1 million. Between this and Come Play, this makes the Focus Features the first studio since the pandemic to have back-to-back number one openers. In second place is the uh, aforementioned to come play with 1.7 million, now with a total of 5.6 million. Now that Halloween is over, I expect this one to drop fast. In third place, holding steady is War with Grandpa with 1.5 million, with a total of 13.4 million. In fourth place is Honest Thief with 1.1 million, with a total now of 11.2 million. Finally, in fifth place is Tenant with 905,000 for a total of 55.1 million. Worldwide, Tenant has now also just passed the $350 million milestone. Besides the focus features back to back, there's not much else to say again for the weekend box office. Another movie that opened and yet again has not got past the $425 million range. With cases still spiking in the United States, I'm beginning to wonder how the crews too will do for Thanksgiving. You would think by then people would stay indoors for a bit, but so far I keep seeing a lot of people going out and doing activities without worry of the virus. This is also on top of the fact that Regal has announced that the few theaters open in New York and California will be closing back down this week until further notice. I think between the rise in cases and the fact that at least for everywhere in New York besides New York City, which never opened, it did not excite the box office. Also, I think they were a bit unprepared If you haven't yet, uh, please listen to my latest Box Office Seats Plus episode where I talk about my experience of going to a Regal Theater in New York after they just reopened. So yeah, unless anything changes, the only theaters playing the Croods 2 will be AMC, maybe Cinemark, but remember they didn't agree to the same deal AMC made, and possibly local theaters around the country. Looking at the Box Office internationally, you know what is still slaying? Demon Slayer, that's right. In Japan, Demon Slayer... Last episode, we were around 150 million for the movie, and it finished this weekend with a total of 197 million overall. It will be passing 200 million this week and try to hit 250 million, which it very much could do. One thing about Japan is if a movie makes it big there, the legs can last strong. Frozen is a prime example of that for China. The Sacrifice is still in first place for the third weekend in a row, with 14.4 million for a total of 134.4 million. There was a new movie that was released called Back to the Wharf, but only opened with 7.1 million for a second place finish. In third place was My People, My Homeland, with another 4.8 million for a total uh, total now of 416.7 million. Upcoming for the Chinese market is Hellboy, which will have premiered by the time you listen to this, so we will talk about those numbers next time. Mid-November, the Call of the Wild, and the Amazon Studio movie The Aeronauts, and a Hong Kong movie called Find Your Voice. For the end of November, there will be a movie called One Second, as well as Greenland, and The Croods 2, as Universal was able to secure a release date for it. Universal was also able to get approval and a release date for The Invisible Man, coming out December 4th. Now let's look forward to the future of Hollywood as a few new movies are now in the works with, not a surprise, a fourth fallen film. The franchise led by Jared Butler, 
now is a fourth film in production with Night Has Fallen. The studio behind it, Millennium Media, has confirmed a fourth movie as well as Butler's Return. One thing I found interesting here was the movie will be up for market for distribution at AFM, the American film market. The series so far has been a Lionsgate one, with them distributing all three so far for Millennium. What this means is another studio like Warner Brothers or Universal could buy the rights for it, and I could see it happening. While not breaking box office numbers, the franchise has been budget-friendly and made solid returns, with a track record now of three movies doing it. If a major studio wants a safer mid-budget movie to make a decent profit, this would be the opportunity. Or who knows, maybe Lionsgate will be able to work out a deal and nothing changes. The next movie that was announced has the fewest details available, and that is Jordan Peele's third movie. His newest movie will be with Universal, thanks to the first look deal he signed with them, and will come out July 2022. No other details were announced. Personally, I look forward to it and hope it's better than us. Paramount is also making a move by finally turning A Quiet Place into a franchise for the studio. While the second film is still waiting to be released, the studio has announced a third movie set in the Quiet Place universe. The creator of the franchise, John Krasinski, is not directing this one, but the movie is based on an idea he had, so he'll probably be a producer. The director instead will be Jeff Nichols, who will also write the script as well as direct. Paramount has not set a date for the movie, which is very obvious, but also did not make it clear if it was a continuation of the main story, so it is very likely a spin-off, which, considering how the world is set up, it could work. You may not have heard of Jack Nicholas, but you may have heard of his movies, including Loving, Midnight Special, and Mud. I'm happy Paramount sees the franchise potential for this, especially since they do not have a horror franchise to themselves, and if Kaczynski is on board for this and has ideas, then it should be great. Now you know what movie that came out in 2020 is looking to get a sequel? That's right, it's everyone's favorite, Bloodshot. While Sony did not confirm this, DMG Entertainment, the studio that produced the movie, did say it was successful and that they are working on a sequel with Vin Diesel returning. Obviously this is still very early in the process as Sony may not want to even distribute the sequel, but it looks like if people were wondering if PVOD sales were enough for them or not, I think this answers the question. Finally, we don't have a new movie but a future one that is undergoing a lot of changes. Warner Brothers has asked Johnny Depp to leave the Fantastic Beast franchise and to quit playing the role of Grindelwald, which he agreed to. This comes after Depp lost his libel case in the UK against The Sun. Just a quick backstory on this, The Sun started publishing stories about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's toxic relationship and painted him as a wife-beater. After a few stories about this, he took him to court for libel. It was here where The Sun had to defend itself and while they released evidence about Johnny Depp and what he did. New information came out about Amber Heard being abusive, and even the aggressive one in the relationship. So, as the public was hearing this, a lot of people felt bad for Depp, what he had to go through. However, the judge ruled that there was enough evidence here to show that Depp may have committed these acts, and that the son is allowed to say he is a wife beater. Now, Depp has said he will appeal this ruling, and again, these were not criminal charges, so he's not facing jail time, and he's not found guilty of assault. Now, Warner Brothers has not said that it was due to this ruling that they asked him to quit, but let's be honest, it is. My opinion of this, there's this fucking shitty thing to do to him. Especially right now, uh, Amber Heard is filming reshoots for the Snyder Cut of the Justice League and might still be an Aquaman too. This is a bad look for the studio to cave to basically not wanting to deal with future bad PR. See, what they're worried about is that when the other films come out and you do promotions for it, the UK media can technically say wife beater Johnny Depp and get away with it. I understand they do not want that kind of press, 
but it seems since Ezra Miller chokeslammed a girl and still has a job, it seems you can do what you want as long as you don't go to court. Which means if Depp still wanted his job, he should have not sued, just vent about it on social media, and move on. And that's bullshit. Even if there was due to a public outcry to fire him, I can understand with the Me Too movement going on. But no one was asking for him to lose his job. And while I know some people do not like his performance, I did, and I was hoping for more. With this move, they did say the character will be recast, and to deal with the time it takes to do that, the movie has been pushed back to July 2022, one week after Captain Marvel 2, so what a great pick for a release date, Jesus Christ. As someone who really wants to see the Fantastic Beast movie succeed, Warner Brothers keeps making it harder to do so at every turn. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Question for the week is, what do you think of the new batch of movies in the works? Any of them excites you, or just meh? Let me know on Facebook, link to it in the show notes. Thank you for listening, see you next time.